Wait for it. Okay. Oh. Wait for it. Oh. I'll listen to this before every football game, bro. Yeah. This and uh, a little bit of Phil Collins in the air tonight. This one. Alrighty, welcome to episode All right. one of Mild and Wild. We're here, Bob. Mild and Wild. We're here with uh, Big Joe and uh, Cheney. There we go. Also known as Bob. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We can get into the whole why my name is Cheney on a different different episode. I think we'll you might have to for. pay for that one. Yeah, we'll pay for that one with the premium subscription. You know what I'm saying? On the after hours. When, when we when we when we actually make it. Right now, should, I'm streaming uh, from. Uh, right now, I'm doing this from inside my apartment in the guest bedroom. Okay. Okay. And I'm actually on Sarah's little work desk, so I feel really cluttered here. She's a small body. I'm a big body. Well, I got lots of elbow space. She's in here. I'm out. Okay. I'm out here. Like when we're in the movie theater, I gotta have I gotta have both armrests. You res- you reserve three spots. Well, yeah, 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 three, three. Yeah. So, I'm right here. If you take my L, if you take my armrest, I immediately don't do not enjoy the rest of the movie. No, hey, look, you gotta get three spots. So you leave the you leave the middle seat empty. That's for the popcorn. The middle seats for my snacks. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck all that and romantic for, shit. And and for my alcohol that I bring into the movie. <laughs> you taking a whole handle in there with you? <laughs> I'm taking I'm taking all right, this is what I'm taking, all right? All right, let's hear it. I'm taking a couple shooters in case other people don't want to get too crazy. Okay. I'm you taking a it. handle for me. Okay. Taking a handle for me. And then I'm taking the handle. The handle is all dependent on the movie. If it's a scary movie, it's tequila. Okay. Because you know, like I'm, it's like tequila. You know, tequila. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it's if it's a good like little action movie like Spider Man per se, then mm-hmm. it has to be a whiskey or like any type of bourbon. Okay, I like it. So. Yep. Marvel is just whiskey or bourbon. Whiskey or bourbon. None okay. too crazy. What about for DC if movies? It's a scary movie. I'm going to have my butthole puckered up like this the whole time. Okay. Then it's got to be tequila. But then, are you more tense or less tense on tequila? Um, more tense in the fact that, like, I'm kind of messed up. I don't know how I'm going to react. Less tense in the fact that if something scary pops on the screen, I'm definitely squealing like a little girl. Okay. Respect that. <laughs> like that. Just like that? Well, I don't want to get too crazy, but yeah, something like that along those lines. Okay. All right. <clears throat> All right. So <clears throat> we 
we might be expecting low. Who knows? Low is on I think he's watching a movie. Own, he's on. There we go. He's on his own agenda. Yeah. We're it's trying sick. to move the brand forward, and Lowe's riding our coattails. Yeah, dude. He's dragging us down. I think he's watching Precious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're trying to push it forward. You know, like what you have on the back wall, that flag is sick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think I can. How big is that flag? How big is that flag? Let's see if I can't get it here on camera. Mild. Look at that. Just so you guys know, you guys can get this, any of that mild merch, like right that here? flag. T-shirt. And I'm a big yeah. The shirt, the shirt, the hats that we're mm-hmm. both wearing. Not these hats. Oh, those are exclusive. These are exclusive. I like it. I these like it. Exclusive. You can't you can't be any random swinging dick and have these hats. <laughs> you know, you can't. <laughs> no. 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 Just the, the average Joe there's, population there's, hat. No, there's other merchandise. Fun fact about this hat: I once wore this to school one time. Okay. And beholds the powers above me. Like, I didn't even think about it. No one said anything. But, you know, I'm a, I'm a teacher and, like, the thing has a gun on it. <laughs> and these and these admin people freak out about, like, just anything on, their, on people's shirts. Like, kids can't wear, like, obviously kids can't wear, like, naked people on the shirt. They can't wear, like, alcohol brands on their shirt. They can't wear um, a lot of the kids do anyways because they don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're thugs like that, and they'll they'll get away with like Playboy shirts. One one of one of my athletes one time wore, and this is a girl athlete by the way, wore a Parrot Bay T-shirt. Captain Morgan, Parrot Bay. Let's go. So her nickname to me is El Capitan. <laughs> she doesn't like the nickname, but you know. Who cares? You know that movie? Look at me. I am the captain. Yeah, I am the captain. <laughs> I am the captain. I am the captain. And so I got, and I wore this, and I was like, oh, shit, it has a gun on it. I mm-hmm. hope no one says anything to me. I went a whole day wearing that hat. It was badass. <laughs> so the website for our merch is going to be Los <laughs> LOS Mild Ones, M-I-L-D-O-N-E-S.com. And anyways, you can get that T-shirt. You can get that flag there in the back. That flag is definitely going to be something I look to get. Uh, we have bucket hats. We have a new tank top, thanks to Robert here. Quoting. <laughs> <laughs> now, granted, hey, it's my philosophy. It's my philosophy in life. It's my philosophy in in any athletic sport, it's my philosophy definitely for when I play basketball because, you know, when I got in, I wasn't the best basketball player. And so when I got in to play basketball, my job was to foul someone. I was just going in there to foul. So the coach would look at me and say, hey, Bob, you see the guy with the hot hand? I tell the coach, yeah, I see him. The coach would tell me, take care of him. You got it. <laughs> So are you telling what the shirt says? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before you back up, I was looking up to see how it says the flag was that I had. <clears throat> so we have it in a women's tank top <laughs> and, and in men's t-shirt. I don't think we have it in men's tank tops. Let me double check. I'm gonna get Sarah that t-shirt. No, nah, we just have it in women's tank tops and then men's uh, t-shirt. Um, 
So piggybacking on what Robert said there, he then quoted, come in the paint, your dick's on the floor. Like I'm letting you know, I'm the enforcer. If you come down low in the paint, your dick's gonna be on the floor. Meaning you're 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 face down, you're hurting, you're down. You ain't getting you might, back up. You need, you need one of these. Yep. You're looking at the coach. You, you need one of these. Yep. Come in the paint. Your dick's on the floor. Live by that, bro. And no one's gonna take an easy layup ever again. Never. Speaking of dicks on the floor. The Suns mopped the floor to the first three Oh, quarters. okay. We're getting right into it. Okay. We're getting right into it. Getting right into it. Okay. So funny funny thing about that game is the spread. What was the spread at last night? The spread the sp- was uh, what was the spread last? It wasn't that bad. I think it was like minus four. Um the spread wasn't that bad. But to be honest, the Suns they like to uh, they like to play to their competition most nights. They know how to close the deal, but they on on other nights are I'm like kind of skeptical mm-hmm. to take them on a spread sometimes. Okay. Funny fact about that game is the Suns won 95 to 80. Okay. Yeah. 95 to 80. The Suns had a 59 to 32 advantage at the half. half. Yeah. The half was retarded. at the half. They, they, they in the second quarter. The second quarter, Washington put up a measly eleven, 11. points. Mm-hmm. You're talking about professional athletes here. Yeah, they dude. put up eleven points. <clears throat> what they put up in two quarters, we put up in the first. Now, now to answer to answer the bleeding, Washington then came out in the third quarter and put up a measly. 19 points. But it gets better. It gets better. They came out and answered with a fourth quarter strong with a 29 points. Yeah. I mean, I didn't catch the last quarter of the game. Did we put in the bench? I mean, they they scored 80 points the whole game. I think it's the definitely fucking... Definitely not what I was expecting. No, I think the Mavs put up 80 in the first half like two days ago. That's what I mean. I was not expecting that. No. I mean, um, none of my bets hit last night because we were <laughs> we were we were too good. Never thought that would have happened. That, what did you did you take Washington by the plus? No, I I didn't have the spread at all. Let me see if I can't log in really quick to see what my what did you have in that game that didn't hit? Oh, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you had a you had a one game parlay yeah i had a one game <clears throat> oh okay i'm gonna say if you didn't if you took the suns by the spread you won that bet easy oh yeah no doubt oh no not fantasy until into the sports book no yeah i i set up a couple one game parlays last night with the suns and then i think i had one with the bucks game yeah um i don't even remember what it was though let me log in right quick. What did you have on it last night? So the AFC, oh, um, I had the, the Suns about a spread. Okay. It was minus four, I think. Yeah. Um, I'm not exactly logged in here, but okay. So AFC, NFC, 
Did you bet on that game? game is going on. That game is going on as we speak right now. What's the score? AFC is leading 41-28. The AFC? AFC is leading 41-28. Now, do I believe that's indicative? I don't even know how to say that word. Indicative. Is that how you say that word? It sounds right. Indicative, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. I don't think in the minute, I don't think that that score is reflective of how those two conferences should be treated. No, I I personally think the NFC is better than the AFC. No doubt. But granted, the powers at that B, some people didn't play. NFC just scored. It's 41-36 now. Wow. Um, oh, go ahead. I just pulled up my bet from last night. That is crazy. What happened? So, I mean, I placed a one-game parlay on the Suns game by itself. I had Chris Paul over 16.5, Devin Booker over 28.5, Mikel Bridges over 14.5, mm-hmm. Chris Paul over 11.5 assists, and then DA over 9.5 rebounds. The only okay. thing that hit on that one was DeAndre Ayton's rebounds. <laughs> That's the only thing That's that hit. The only thing that hit. Uh, See, Chris... they got that that, but that all flows on game script. Yeah, Chris and Paul has game script. Points. Game script took that whole one game parlay out the window when, when the the Wizards couldn't put up points. Mm-mm. Yeah, That's crazy. Once I saw the score at halftime, I knew it was. Not gonna look good. Um, I had another one. Okay. I had another. Well, on FanDuel, you can do multiple one game parlays on the same bet slip. Yeah. So I had two two same game parlays, and then an additional, just a little another leg to add to it. So I had the same thing. I had Chris Paul over sixteen and a half. Jay Crowder over eight and a half. Chris Paul over eleven and a half assists, and Devin Booker over two and a half threes, and the Phoenix money line. Yeah. So the Phoenix one in line hit, the others didn't. Then I had R.J. Barrett to score 20-plus points, A.D. to score 25-plus points, A.D. to record eight-plus rebounds, Julius Randle uh, to score or to record 10-plus rebounds, and then I had Bobby Portis over 13-and-a-half points. Those all hit, but four. Yeah. I could have turned five bucks into like eight hundred bucks right there. Yeah, dude. Uh, I okay, mean, so so back to this back to this full conference AFC NFC. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a Cardinals fan. You're a Cardinals fan. Mm-hmm. I do not want the Rams to win it. <laughs> I don't. No. I don't I mean, want the Rams to win it. I've been going ever since would the Cardinals cool, lost. Would, what? <laughs> would it be cool to have an NFC West team win it? Yeah. NFC West is the toughest division in football. I'm a firm believer in that. But I just don't I'm, – I'm not a big fan. I've said this before. I'm not a big fan of the way – the Cardinals play that final game, whatever. I'm, I'm bitter about that. But more so, like, I think that the Bengals just represent – to me, more of how they how a team does it right, in my opinion. Yeah, they drafted their players. Mm-hmm. 
They worked from the bottom up. The Rams, they go and they go all in this year because they know, you know, that's the only way. It's like a typical LA team to me. Yeah, like the Dodgers. Exactly just the Dodgers. To, they try to buy they try to buy their championships. I feel like that's what the Rams are doing right now. they they went out and bought Odell Beckham. They went out now, granted, Odell Beckham. Now was he he was released and then they picked him up, correct? Mm, I believe so. Um either way, they went and picked up Odell. They went and got Von Miller. They went and traded the house for Matthew Stafford. I just feel like if this doesn't go LA's way, it's all for nothing. So it looks because like now they they ruined their they ruined their future draft stock. Is what I'm yeah, saying. and they I think they won't have another first round pick until like 2024 something like that. What they said. Um, <clears throat> so so yeah, I look, am going for Cincinnati to win it. Oh yeah, I've been I've been I've been shooting for Cincinnati since the Cardinals lost in the first round. So, <laughs> and you know it too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Joe Ice T man, he shows up in them swag swagged out outfits, man. It's game over. Oh yeah. What's what's Joe showing up to in the Super Bowl? He's pulling up in Crocs, no doubt. Oh, Crocs in sport mode. <laughs> Crocs in sport mode. Yeah, dude. He's got he's got all of his favorite weapons as gibbets on his Crocs. He's in the custom ones of like Jamar and Joe Mixon and. <laughs> mhm, mhm. I like I like his comment the other when they when they interviewed him after the game about his chain. He said uh, the reporter, oh, yeah, about his chain, about his chain. He's like, I make too the much money to be fake. Joe, <laughs> are those are those diamonds in that necklace real? And Joe with just the swag swagginess that he has he goes well of course they're real i make too much entirely too much money for them to be fake mic drop that's honestly the most baller response you could have yes i mean if you if you would have answered anything else other than that i would have been disappointed <clears throat> um so you're taking the Bengals super bowl right now they're sitting at yeah i believe the money believe line they're sitting at Plus one sixty six on FanDuel. Um. Yes, on MGM they're sitting at. I'm pulling it up right now. The spreads at plus four. I think I might take that spread. So here's the thing about the spread, and uh, I I heard this the other day on the way into work. Um. Any Super Bowl winner. From I don't know how many years it was. It was within the last I want to say ten, maybe. I don't know. I'll have to look back at that. But they said that any Super Bowl winner that wins, and the and the spread is anything less than six, no team has covered. I mean, a team has covered that every time that they win. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like no team has won by just like. Like a field goal, or they, they cover that three points. So yeah, it hasn't been within that. If three you're points. at plus, if you're at plus four, 
and you're taking the plus four in the spread, what they're saying with that is just take the money line. Because the money line, you'll obviously get more payout from that. But the the history indicates that any if, if it's plus six and they and that's in that team wins, that team has won by more than six. Mm-hmm. Or that team has won and covered regardless. Let's see. So, would you would you take the over at forty eight and a half right now? As we stand a week, uh, yeah, a week away. What's that? The over is at forty eight and a half. Would you take that? Yes, I would. I would. I would take that for for two reasons. One, I can see LA getting out to an early lead. And if history repeats itself with Cincinnati, they have a strong second half. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that with the weapons at Joe's hands, with the weapons at Burrow's hands, he can push this over forty-eight. Okay. And get the hook. He can he can get it up to forty-nine. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I can see this game being a like a twenty-seven, twenty-four. Ooh, are you gonna bet the exact score? Is that what you had it? No, but you, you can. Oh, am I calling it? Yeah, I don't think I'm, I don't think I don't think I'm gonna be able to call it until the week of the game. You said what? What would you say right now? I said twenty-seven, twenty-four. Let's see what that's looking at right now. Bengals twenty-seven, Rams twenty-four is at plus nine thousand. I like that. Just lock it in. <laughs> Just lock it in. I could also see this being like a 20, 28, 24 game. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think it's going to be one of the best Super Bowls, one of the better ones in a while. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good game. Um, I'm looking forward to that halftime show. It's going to be pretty sick. Yeah. But, uh, Let's see here. Actually, wait, hold up. I think I stand corrected on that. Um, no, yes, at plus 165. So I would take the Bengals money line per- preferably. Okay. I just think that with the momentum they're riding and the high that the Rams are uh, riding right now, Rams could be up for like a letdown kind of game. And we don't know. We don't. We don't know how Matthew Stafford's going to do in the big moment. I mean, we've seen him these playoffs. You can consider that the big moment for him. But let's look at the game. The game flows of those games. He, they blew out the Cardinals. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. They. I think Matthew Stafford threw the ball like. Let me pull up that game. Yeah, pull back. up the box score. <clears throat> and I'll pull up the next game. So. So in that game. They blew out the Cardinals. It was never a game. Um, and Matthew Stafford didn't have to do a whole lot to win that game. So for me, that wasn't even a test for him. It was more so they they rode the Cardinals' woes and they rode the Rams high in that game. And momentum played a big thing in, in that victory. Um, mm-hmm. Let me see if I can find 
that, just our inexperience of being there in um so I yeah have... so they won that game 34 to 11 and matthew stafford threw the ball i don't even think he threw it 10 times or did no he... he did he threw it 17 times he threw it 17 times <laughs> he went 13 for 17 for 200 yards and two touchdowns cool you did you you did what you were supposed to do and you you didn't blow the game you managed the game mm-hmm. you know um nice. They were up 21. They were up 21 nothing. They got 21 skunk. They were up 21 nothing at the half. Yeah. So they, they never once got threatened. Um, the Rams in the next game against the Buccaneers, which I firmly believe Tampa Bay should have won that game. Tom yeah. Brady came back and hide it hide it in the fourth quarter and your defense should know where the Rams are going. They're going to Cooper Cup. Oh yeah. And they He's let been Cooper there all Cup season get for them. wide open. They they let Cooper Cup get wide open down the seam and into the middle of the field and it was a blown coverage. Mm-hmm. And for some reason Cooper Cup just he cashes in on moments when you think, okay, they're they're going to him. They gotta lock him up. And yet he still finds a way to get open. Um in that game, he threw the ball 38 times. Yeah, he was fucking sleeping in that game. 366. He went, he went 28 for 38, 366, and two touchdowns. Now, that game, I will say he he had a good game. He he had he had a good game. They they almost blew that game because Cam Akers can hold on to football. And, yeah. And and Tampa Bay, they they missed capitalizing on one of them. I feel like if they would have turned that field goal into a touchdown late in the game, they win that game. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was their first test. They passed that test. I think their defense kind of saved them a little bit because they held Tom Brady um, within the first half. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and now against the Niners. The game against the Rams? No, against the Niners. Yeah. Yeah. They should not have won that game. That <laughs> I, don't think they, I don't think they should have won that game. I mean, I no. know. Did you watch the full game? Uh, yes, yes, I did. Okay, I watched it through the third, almost the full game. I think I stopped watching it about maybe about two minutes left in the fourth quarter when it got really crucial. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why um, you do that. I I went out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, look, who was that? Jalen Ramsey dropped that pick. No, not Jalen Ramsey. Yep. He plays for the – it was the Niners cornerback. Oh, it was the Niners. Yeah, I flipped around. But Ramsey got Ramsey got burnt in that game, I think, too. I think so. <clears throat> but fucking um, – But uh, they had a chance to win it. I mean, defense didn't step up when they needed to. They dropped an open pick. Hit him right in the chest. They dropped, a, they dropped an open pick, and then um, Garoppolo pulled out his inner, inner Kyler Murray at the end of the game and just – and threw a dud interception. I don't know what he was doing with that football. Yeah. But I, mean, uh, I think that – I think that – and this is just more solidarity and the evidence that the Niners are moving on from Garoppolo. I think so. I think – I think uh, Because if they have a quarterback, honesty, they win that game. Oh, yeah. I think in all honesty, Niners – 
draft a quarterback. Do you think they draft another one? I think so. And I think they trade away Garoppolo. Even and... with Trey Lance? Oh, I forgot they had Trey Lance. So you think they put him at starter and trade Garoppolo? I, well, this I think they'll trade Garoppolo. I think they'll give Lance the reins. They'll give him the keys to the offense. And I think that with the trade with Garoppolo, they're going to really target either A, they're going to target another weapon for Lance. Mm-hmm. Or they're gonna they're gonna look to build more so on that that offensive line. Maybe I think, they, I think line. they go defensive or offensive line because I mean they have a lot of weapons on the offense. They have Debo Samuel, Ayuk. Debo Ayuk kind of fell off this year. He picked up late again late in the year. Yeah. Um, and then Shanahan George just Kittle has a problem too. with Ayuk. I, I don't know what it is. <clears throat> I can see. I could see either the Saints or even Pittsburgh making a move for Jimmy G. For Jimmy G? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then whoever the other doesn't get, making a move for Russell Wilson, making a bold statement. I could see the Texans maybe making a move for Jimmy G. Honestly, I think I could, yeah. I see that more probable than the other ones. And you got to think, too, um, Russell might even be eyeing Washington. You think so? I think so. I mean, he's got he's got weapons there. He's got Antonio Gibson. He's got Terry McLaurin. Mm-hmm. He's got Scary Terry. Um, they, I know I know that um, – oh, crap. I'm having a brain fire. That's their tight end. What's their tight end's name? Logan Thomas. Oh, I know Logan Thomas had his knee, his knee injury. Mm-hmm. But he's a proven weapon too. Yeah. Um, that defense is young. They had an off year this year, but that defense is young. Um, so you're saying I think that if you bring, I think if Washington brings in Russell Wilson, they'll be they'll be playoff contenders with Dallas. With Dallas, okay. Maybe not playoff contenders, but you only got you only got to wait. You only got to win your division. Yeah. And I. Th- Think that with Russell Wilson, Washington now has the edge over Dallas. Okay. <clears throat> now, do you think Aaron Rodgers stays put? No, I think he's going think to Denver. You think so? He's he's going to Denver. He's going to Denver. I mean, they they just brought the offensive coordinator over there. They brought um they brought the tight ends coach over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that Denver it's it's more west coast like what Aaron Rodgers wanted there's already been rumors about Denver last year trying to get Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Aaron's in a position where he just wants to win now that defense yeah. is pretty solid they only allowed they only allowed like 18 points per game i mean that yeah. defense only allowed like 18 points per game Denver that defense is solid. not a bad team they just need some Sort of this leadership. Is, this is what I think. This is what I think they'll do. I think they'll, and this is just like the dream situation for Aaron. Okay, let's hear it. I think that they would. I think that Denver would package a deal, um, with Cortland Sutton, trade away Cortland Sutton, and maybe something else to get Aaron Rodgers and bring over Devontae Adams to, to Denver. Okay. Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams would be a package deal. 
going over to Denver. They'll trade Cortland Sutton. They already have Jerry Judy, and they have um, Noah Fant, who's not a bad tight end and with a good quarterback. I think he could take a step towards being an elite tight end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who do you who And do you see? they have Javante Williams, who fits the mold, who fits the mold of like Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones type of build, and he runs hard like A.J. Dillon. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the two backs in one with Javante Williams. Who do you see Pittsburgh making a move for this offseason for a quarterback? Because, I mean, with Big Ben gone, they, they need that. I don't think they'll stick with Mason think, Rudolph. No, no. I think they're I think they're over that experiment. I think that they'll either target in the draft. Um, they'll where are they, target in the draft. Or where they, are they picking at in the draft? I mean, Pickett, Pickett, Pickett's in the draft this year. That quarterback from Pittsburgh. Let me look at the draft order here. Um, and even even if even if Russell doesn't go and stick with some there, I can honestly even see Russell in like some type of blockbuster move going towards Pittsburgh. I can see that. Um, um, I don't know. I could I could honestly see. I can honestly even see Pittsburgh making a move. I'll make a bold statement here. Jimmy G? No. I'll make an even bolder statement than that. Oh, my goodness. Hold on to your wiener. Oh, my goodness. What? Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota? What? I think so, dude. For what? He, He, I don't know. I think he'll bring a new outlook onto the team, dude. He's been under Derek Carr for a while. I think he can bring some sort of leadership. Really? Back to Pittsburgh. And he's a mobile quarterback, too. Well, any quarterback's more mobile than Big Ben, so. (laughs) Okay, okay. I mean, even – all right, so the Raiders – Just blew your mind up. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, kind of. You kind of threw me for a loop there. Um. The Raiders just got a new coach in McDaniels. They did, and I think they made a mistake. I think they should have kept and their I, interim coach. Yeah, their interim coach. I thought if they bring the players liked them, it's a good, it's a good build in the locker room to keep him there. I think that they the players started playing well for him towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, now, now you have the Raiders with a decision: do they stay with Carr? Like I could see this. I could see I could see the Raiders trading to the Niners. Jimmy G for Derek Carr? And... Just straight up. Like a straight up trade, Derek Carr, Jimmy G. Hmm. And then I could also see the Raiders with you know with McDaniels there. I could also see the Raiders trading for Russell Wilson. That would be crazy. Now, can you imagine this scenario? This is a scenario that I think would blow the roof off the NFL. Okay. And make the AFC the AFC a top contender for possibly being 
the toughest division football. You'll look okay. The Raiders send Derek Carr um, to Seattle, and Russell Wilson goes to the Raiders, correct? Okay. Then you have Denver making a move for Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Now you have Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson, and Aaron Rodgers all in one division. That's fucking wild, dude. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Justin Herbert, and Russell Wilson in one division. I can see it. Honestly, I, can see, I don't know about you. I can honestly see it. That's a. That's gonna be an elite, elite AFC. Yeah, that's um. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I could see it, dude. Um, circling back around to the Steelers. That's gonna be my bold take. That's gonna be my bold take for the year. I like it. My bold take, my bold take and prediction for the year is AFC builds a juggernaut case of quarterbacks and they just they just eat each other in that division. Yeah, I mean it <laughs> look, they're gonna be a lot of stats being broken if they all go to the AFC like that. Dude, there's a lot of weapon of offensive weapons in the AFC. And mm-hmm. It's going to be fun to watch. I mean, if that plays out. Oh, yeah. Um, so I looked at the draft order here. So, I mean, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh's picking 20. Do you think – who did you say they were going to try to target, you said? I said that they would either target um, – well, I didn't even know. off my prediction right there. I, I, <laughs> I said that they would possibly go for Jimmy G or Russell Wilson, but I like the Russell Wilson to – the Raiders a little more. Yeah, I, and I think it's more probable that way. Um, more probable, but then you also have uh, you have Russell Wilson, who's a great locker room leader. I think that's what the Raiders are lacking, right? And don't get me wrong; Derek Carr is a great locker room leader. Mm-hmm. But I, mean, I think he... that what the Raiders need bad over there is a locker room leader like Russell Wilson. Yeah. Um, and then let's see. I just had I've lost my train of thought here. Um, so, who in your eyes right now, staying on the quarterback topic, would you say in your in your eyes, like I said, the top five quarterbacks right now in the league? Right now, as right we now, speak. Right now, as we speak, pre Super Bowl. Whew. Top five in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna go Aaron Rodgers. Ooh, you want them? You want them in order? You want them five to one or one to five? Uh, we can do five to one. Was Aaron Rodgers in number one? Okay. Well, so, all right, all right, all right, all right. No, oh, no, 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 no. All right. So let's go five to one. I okay. think I'm gonna have to write this out here real quick. Hold up. That's exactly what I'm doing right now because I. Like, I have them in my head, but I just don't you, know where you, I would place them. You write them. yours out, and then we'll compare mine and your list at the end. All right. Well, we're writing this. Uh, today's podcast is brought to you by Sunday because today is Sunday. 
So <laughs> go get your favorite Sunday summer, please. Yeah, go go to Dairy Queen, get yourself a Sunday. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Oh, this is interesting. I've never really written them down, so it's Okay, well, I fucked mine up already. It's kind of difficult. It's kind of difficult. It is, right? Well, we can't even include Tom Brady anymore, so no. that's really thrown off the list. Whoa, 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 whoa. I have to cross some out, rewrite them. All right, I have mine written down. You have yours? I'm coming down to the nitty gritty right here. All right, so I'll go to start off with mine. Mm, okay. So at, at number five, I have Kyler Murray. I think, I mean, he had a pretty great season. Uh, I think with the years to come, he'll become one of the more elite quarterbacks in the league. Mm-hmm. Number four. I have Josh Allen. Okay. Um, number three, I have the good old Joe Burrow coming up next week. Uh, number two, um, Justin Herbert. You're going number two with Justin Herbert? Yeah. You are a wild cowboy. Why? No, that's go on. Go on. <laughs> Do you have him on your list? No, actually, I don't. <laughs> I actually don't. Um, and number one, I have Patrick Mahomes. Okay. I mean, I have my list right here. Okay, so starting at number five. Okay. I have Joe Burrow. Okay. I I really tossed around. I, at number five, I really tossed around Joe Burrow, and I'm looking at the longevity of things. Oh yeah, with no my doubt. list, mm-hmm. the longevity of things with my list. Um, I really tossed around the fact of Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert at number okay. five. I just think that, given the moment, and given, given the big games, and and what he's done with Cincinnati, I I just couldn't find find it in myself to put Joe Burrow at the top five. Okay. So I put Joe Burrow at number five, followed closely number six by Justin Herbert. Okay. Okay. Um, number four, I would have Kyler Murray. Okay. I just think that there's already too much evidence early in the year with how dynamic of a playmaker he is with his legs. He does have a nice arm. Mm-hmm. That Kyler mm-hmm. Murray in the future is not going to be someone that is going to be trouble for the NFL. Yeah, um, they just they just need to get over that mid season hump. Yeah, they got to finish know, the season I, strong, and that's I mean that's the only thing they, we're missing. Every every year, every year, Kyler Murray is in that discussion for potential MVP through the first half of the season. Mm-hmm. Then the second half of the season comes around, and I'm not sure bed. if it's just teams Pressure. teams catching on to what teams catching on to what Kingsbury's calling. Um, if it's just a, a, a coaching thing that Kingsbury needs to get over that element, I mean, 
every single team that he's had has not had success in the second half of this season. Yeah. So that's not just a Kyler Murray stat with him being unsuccessful in the second half of the season because all he's known is Kingsbury as his coach. Mm-hmm. Who's to say they don't bring in someone else in, in the near future and he just dominates the full year? Yeah. So I have Kyler Murray there at number four. Number three, I have Josh Allen. Okay. Now, I, I really had trouble with three three through one. Three, yeah, three I, was, one, I, really I was kind of debating Herbert at number two. I really wanted to put Josh Allen at number two. I mean, I yeah. really did. He's a solid quarterback. I mean, he's he's a solid quarterback. He fits the mold. Six five. He's huge. And he can, he can fucking move. So di- and he can move. Yeah, he's dynamic with his legs. He can move. Strong arm. Dude can chuck it like eighty yards. Yeah, he's the modern modern day Uncle Rico. You know, I could throw that football <laughs> quarter mile over the mountains. He's he's know? a Madden creative so, player. Yeah, he's he's, essentially he's what he scary, is. He's, bro. he's scary. Overall he's scary. good, and he can hurt you wherever. You know if Josh Allen's in the game, that over is hitting on on sportsbooks. Oh, yeah. yeah, you can bet the over with Josh Allen in anytime. No doubt, no doubt. Um, number two, I have Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Just because I mean that guy, he and he proved it. You know, in the week that they played Arizona, they beat him. Now, granted, I think Arizona wins that game if AJ Green catches that ball. I still get nightmares. We're not gonna talk. We're not gonna. We're not. We're no, we're gonna leave alone. Leave but, uh, alone. Aaron Rodgers is number two. I mean, the dude, he's proven. He's proven he can do it. He could, he's proven that he could still do it. He's on a fucking he, broken you know, toe. MVP. <laughs> he's an MVP guy. You know, um, again, had another MVP season this year. Um, dude, dude can sling the rock. All right, um, and he does it. He does it in all elements. He does it in Green Bay. At yeah. the end of the year when it's cold. So he can yeah. he can do it anywhere. And then number one, obviously I have Patrick Mahomes. I mean, the guy can move across the field and throw it throw it across across the field without looking and have it just hit them off like his back center foot. And, yeah. I think that <clears throat> with the meltdown that he had in the second half against Cincinnati is not is not showing of where he belongs on this list, mm-hmm. he—I mean, every player does it. Every player has a bad, bad yeah. second half. Every player has a bad half sometimes. You know, he's not immune to that. But the dude, the dude could sling the damn rock. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel sorry for him. He has to go home to his brother and everything. <laughs> but we're not going to talk about that. That's my. Team. Um, but that's a whole that might be next next that's episode. a whole other that's a whole other <laughs> that's a whole another topic right there um yeah. and the fact that he deals with them is more reason for me to put him at number one so <laughs> 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 i mean all right so the guy the guy gets the football back with 13 seconds left in the game man against buffalo and he 13 fucking, seconds and he shows out and he takes him he takes him exactly where he needs to be in the field goal range, puts the ball where it needs to go, and he smarted the he smarted the rock. And I think, I think with that, with that type of quarterback, and and where they lost to Cincinnati, if they kick that field goal right before the half, they win that game. Mm-hmm. They win the game against Cincinnati if they kick the field goal and take your points 
rather than rather than try to go for the touchdown before the half. Yeah. But Patrick Mahomes also went to Andy Reid and said, no, I got this. We're going to score right here. I got it. So in Andy Reid's situation, you have a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. Yes, I would do it too. I would take the chance. Yeah, because you've seen what he can do, and you have that trust in him. You're like, okay, let's see what you got. Let's, let's see it. It was just a bonehead. It was a bonehead move to throw the ball behind the line of scrimmage and not into the end zone. But yeah. I just think that Patrick Mahomes is number one. Okay. So I have Joe Burrow, Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. Interesting. All right. I like it. I like it. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be an exciting offseason, I think. So, let's see here. And a lot of people will probably give me a little bit of grief for not putting Matthew Stafford up there and up there in the top five. But again, I just think that with the longevity of things, Joe Burrow's young. He's already doing it with the weapons that he has. Mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford, in my eyes, has more weapons than Joe Burrow. Oh, yeah. And they make it easy on him, and he has a better defense. Yeah. And Joe Burrow's coming off of an injury from last season. And he's fucking yeah. playing like he never even got hurt. I mean, not everybody comes back 100% from. I'd probably ACL, put Matthew so. Stafford at like, I'd probably put Matthew Stafford at six. He's definitely top 10 in her. my eyes. He's definitely I'd top put, 10. I'd put, I'd put Matthew Stafford probably at six and then move yeah. Justin Herbert to seven. I could see. I that. would have no problem with that. And yeah. I would have no problem flip flopping it the other way. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's see who has. So, I don't know how the hell this happened, but Detroit came back and not ended up getting the first draft spot. So good for them, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good for them. Good for them. And um, I think I I think that they don't stick with Jared Goff. I think Jared Goff is moving from Detroit. Jared Goff is dog water. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can see that. Needed to fix my hat there. My hair was poking yeah. through. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um, the big question is, where is Jacksonville going to finish with Trevor Lawrence? And now they got a new coach and and um, what they Doug, Doug Peterson. Uh, Doug Peterson, yeah, Doug Peterson, not Doug. <laughs> um, I. They, they might as well call him the doctor. I mean, they went, look, he went. He went. And won a Super Bowl with big with Dick Nick. Nick. Foles. <laughs> <laughs> big Dick Nick. Yep. Um, I, I honestly think that they stick with Trevor Lawrence. Well, obviously they're gonna stick with Trevor Lawrence. I just, I just wonder. I wonder, like, what's what's Trevor Lawrence's year two growth gonna be? I don't. Look, I don't think it'll be much of a growth. I think they still go. I'm a, I think they go maybe uh, six and 11. Is what it is? Yeah. I don't think they have a winning season this season. Yeah. Um, There's too many holes to fill. Too many holes to fill in that roster. Um, he needs more weapons. Too much going on. I think, I think they did go in the right direction, add stability with the head coach. Do I agree with the head coach that they brought in? Not really. I think they kind of dropped the ball. I think Jacksonville dropped the ball hiring Doug Peterson instead of going after their, their former own in Byron Leftwich. Mm. Now, there, there was a whole issue with Brian, Byron Leftwich and going there. 
um, the whole issue was Byron left, which if he went there, I believe it was the GM or he didn't want the GM there. He wanted Adrian Wilson there instead. Mm-hmm. Okay. Adrian Wilson is a um, scout. I forget what his exact job title is, but he's a scouting guy for the Cardinals right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Adrian Wilson played safety. For yeah, the he Cardinals. is. He played. Yeah. He played safety for the Cardinals. He's a long, long centerpiece for the Cardinals defense and was a big part of their Super Bowl run when they lost to Pittsburgh. Um, but, and we'll, we won't talk about that one either. No, um, no, no. And, about- but Byron Leftwich was going to go and take an interview with Jacksonville, but the, the prerequisite was. I get to bring my guy Adrian Wilson with me, and he's going to take over this guy's position. Yeah, I'll, I won't take the job if he's there. Mm-hmm. Big that was big ball, big cojone move from Byron Leftwich, considering like, okay, dude, you are not the head coach, but you're already coming in here making demands <laughs> prior to your interview. That's yeah. I like it. I like that. I like that BDE right there that he showed. Some <laughs> um, real BDE. Oh God damn! I was going to say something. Oh my God, I was gonna I was gonna talk about stuff. Um, we won't talk about on this podcast from here on out. Uh, What's Cardinal up? Super Bowl loss? Okay, we will not discuss that. Um, the Suns finals run last last season. <laughs> We're not, not talking about those. <laughs> um, those. Those are two two off limit conversations. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there might be others that come along, but for right now, those are the the main two. Um, I mean, the Suns are killing it again this season. I could see that they're definitely making another playoff push. Um, they they did they did really well in adding uh, uh, McGee. Oh yeah, it brings that that big another big to the center position. So it's it's great. It it more muscle on the paint. Because mm-hmm. honestly, going to one of the topics we can't discuss here, Giannis bullied him. <laughs> What's that? I said Giannis bullied him in the finals. Oh yeah, Giannis. DA. So, and it's we, another one of those situations. It's like another Cooper Cup kind of topic. Like you know who you have to guard. Yeah, you have to find a way to stop Giannis, and he just single handedly took over that series. It was frustrating. Honestly, I mean, it, it looked promising. We were up, we were up two zero, right, in the series. Then we went to Milwaukee and shit the bed. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. We took took an early two zero series, and I thought that the Suns were gonna win their first NBA title ever. They've never even won one. Yeah, no. So I mean, um, but I think the 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 two the two additions that are just elite additions for the Suns that is kind of underrated is JaVale McGee mm-hmm. and Bismack Biombo. Well, Biombo's been killing it. Biombo just adds another rotation at that centerpiece. Just when, to keep when Aiden, <clears throat> when Aiden, you know, we need to keep Aiden healthy. Yeah. And then even with and keep and keep Aiden out of foul trouble, really. Yeah. Um I mean, he's coming off injury, so is um, Jay Crowder. Even when they were out with injuries, I think we still held it down. With, and even McGee was out too. So the 
big look. You added you added McGee, you added Biombo, you have Mikael Bridges, who's arguably in my eyes defensive player of the year. Yeah. I mean, they got the pieces. They just yeah. I mean, they I have think the pieces. They, yeah, I think this year is honestly we we take it this year. Um, in my eyes, know. it's a disappointment if they don't take it. No, because on paper, it's like, hell yeah, this is a championship-winning team right here. Um, and that's so, without even Frank Kaminsky being – he's still out with an injury. Yeah. Um, let's see. Even some players off the bench that come in to fill in, they've been showing up and, and making Cameron their name Johnson's known. Insane. Johnson, I mean – Johnson is insane. No Jay Crowder's always a good. Jay Crowder's always a piece to a good defense. Yeah, he's reliable on defense, and every now and then he'll give you some points and make the other team like fucking. Fun fact about Jay Crowder: the 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 best, in my opinion, my favorite part to add to a one game parlay with the Suns all the time. Over one and a half for Jay Crowder to hit two two plus threes. Oh, you go two plus? I go two, one and a half. I do two plus. That way, if he hits two, it's still considered it's still considered hitting. Yeah. So two plus threes from Jay Crowder. That's always my that's always my add in. On a he's, like, he's, he's always good for those. Always two. I don't, I don't think you ever. I, oh, I've seen this. season. I don't think he's hit over two threes in a game. Has he? No, he has. Yeah. Has. has he over two threes? Mm-hmm. No, no. Last night. I think there was a game where he hit like three or four. That's crazy. And then, I don't know, let's see what is here. Peyton off the bench is pretty good, too. He brings in some intensity. I like, the... I like, Wainwright. I like Wainwright a lot. Wainwright's pretty good. Um, I like, I don't know, I like Shamit, dude. Shamit's nice. Shamit's nice. He's a nice little addition this he, season. He has a high motor is what I like. Yeah. Oh. Hold on. You're like lagging a little bit there. Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm trying to wait for your. You 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 heard me that the, the whole time. Uh, I didn't hear that last part you said. Okay. Uh, your camera is still kind of frozen. No, oh, is it? Yeah. You might have to turn it off. You're kind of frozen on my end a little bit, but uh, no, I was saying that uh, Wainwright, not Wainwright, uh, Shamit. He's a high motor guy. That's why I like him a lot. Yeah. Um. <laughs> can you see me moving around and shit? Yeah, I can see you moving around. I don't see you see moving me. around. <laughs> you don't, you don't like, see me moving? I'm moving on my end. No, dude, on my end, you're just like sitting there. It's like you're uh, just, you're about to drop an clueless. album, dude. <laughs> I would drop a sick ass album. I'm just throwing it out there right now. The big Cheney one. Can you still see me? Am I still not moving? Can no, you you're me? not moving at all, dude. I'm telling you, you look like you're oh about to drop an goodness, album. Let me turn off my Your camera. camera here. <laughs> there <about> you are. <laughs> I'm moving now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So speaking of my album, all right. Speaking of my album. Now oh, hold, 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 hold. Okay. Let me let me pause okay. really quick here. Uh, I need to go to the bathroom and get more drink. All right. Same here.
Oh, come back at the same time? <laughs> that was good timing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. You ready? Okay, so anyways, like I was saying about that sick-ass album, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, so, a sick ass album. All right, look at this. See the hat? Okay. Got right. the same one. Mm -hmm. That's that's a that's a hat of confidence right there. All right. Okay. But check out, check out the shirt. Check out the shirt. Can you see it? I like it. I like it. Look at that. Look at that guy. That's Darth Vader with a with a with a freaking guitar in his hand. All right. Now, if you're Darth Vader and you got a guitar in your hand, what's the number one song that that you that that goes with that? Vader and the Jets. <laughs> Vader and the Jets. Yeah. Man, Vader and the Jets. That's insane. Yeah, dude. Okay. I, I don't know if I can beat that. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a great one. Vader and the Jets. Vader and the Jets, dude. Vader and the Jets. All right. Uh, I was going to go along with like, uh, you know, Vader's dropping bodies, you know, let the bodies hit the floor. Okay. Vader's just out there. Let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> Um, and then, and then I could see, I could see like even Vader having a soft side, like a little, little bit of Uncle Cracker, you know. <laughs> follow me, little follow me. Okay. Come um, me, everything is all right. I'll be the one to tuck you in at night. That's He's saying that to Luke, by the that, way. That's how you lured the younglings. Yeah, that's. How <laughs> that's that's how. That's how he lured the youngling. That's how. That's how he lured anybody to the dark side. Come with me. Everything is all yeah, right. <laughs> I'll let you hold my saber at night. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Pause. Well, oh yeah, that's probably not a good. Thing. He said that. He said that's a bad man. He said that's a bad man. He said that's a bad man. Um, <laughs> all right, so now we're on the topic of Star Wars. What do you think about the last that's exactly what the last you. episode of, of Book of Boba? Book of Boba, here comes some spoiler alerts. Um, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, in yeah, five, four, three, two, one. Spoiler alerts, be spoiled. Go, Grogu's chainmail, <laughs> dude. That, shit that, was little, sick. Little, that shit was real dope. Little, little ethereal. Well, if is that how you say it from Lord of the Rings? Oh, I don't know. I've never seen Lord of the Rings. That that chain that chainmail that you got. Um, I I liked I liked the uh, the Cad Bane entrance. Do that shit was, was badass. Picture. I was like, what am I watching? Picture perfect. <laughs> I was like, am I watching fucking Cad, Tombstone right now? <laughs> that that could not have been a more perfect entrance for Cad Bane. If you if you had even put the best group of people to write it out. Yeah, which that, they were the best people to write it out. It was that, it was sick. That was picture perfect, Cad Bane. And a lot of people 
I've, I'm seeing some people have gripe with the way that he looks. No, nah, I think he looks good. I mean, I, I think he looks perfect. I and mean, people are saying that, you know, oh, he needs to be darker blue. He's too pale. Here's the thing that people don't realize about about Cad Bane was Cad Bane is alive during. Did you ever watch the Clone Wars animation series? Uh, I haven't seen it in full. It's hard to do. Okay, so Cad Bane is involved in the Clone Wars animation series from day one. Okay. Um, he's involved. He's involved in um, the Rebel series. He's involved in the Bad Batch. This dude was around doing badass things long before the Empire took place. Yeah. Okay. And so you take you take into you take into account how long he's been around. <clears throat> that dude is seventy something years old. Yeah, that dude's seventy something years old, and I, I even I, I like to follow new rock stars a lot. Um, do you do you watch that? Mm-mm. So new rock stars, you should follow them. They're pretty good. They they do they do a lot of like uh, Easter eggs and breakdowns and stuff. And Cad Bane, the species that he comes from, they only live up to be like. 60 or 70 years old like that they don't have a, they don't have a very long lifespan that species in the star yeah. wars universe so you can see why that dude lost his color a little bit because he's fucking old are you gonna be the same color when you get old no Whoa. you're gonna look different no yeah um it was a good episode though uh i like how i like how menacing i like how menacing they made him look dude he's he's very I saw him for the first when he rose his hat up. It, it gave me chills. I'm getting chills. There's nothing about it. It gave me chills. It's like, oh man, they made him look scary. Um, I think part... Ahsoka and Luke. I think Ahsoka and Luke are little bitches. You think so? For giving for giving Grogu an ultimatum. Yeah, that but, I did not like. But it's very true. It's very true though. It's very true. Like he can't. He can't. He can't choose both. No, I don't like that they did that, but I mean it's it's true. Now here's here's my reasoning for why I also kind of like that they did that is Jet Jedi have to forgo those attachments and all that. Yeah, um, but Mandalorian season three and four are, are going to be coming out. You know, season. Season four, obviously after season three, but uh, Mandal uh, like like it's not even in production yet, I'm sure, but there, it's a, it's a money grab and and people love the Mandalorian, people love Book of Boba Fett, like they're gonna keep making these shows. Oh yeah, and you can't, in my opinion, you can't have the same audience and the same money that you were getting from the Mandalorian without Grogu. No, definitely not. I mean, I think so, he drew so, in a lot so more Grogu, people than they thought. So Grogu, I think, is going to make that decision and and become a Mandalorian rather than become a Jedi. That's a bold statement. I think he's going to make that decision to not become a Jedi and become a Mandalorian and choose to go back with Mando because Luke is going to be training the next Jedi down the road. He's not training the next Jedi now. 
So if he's going to be training the next Jedi down the road, that means you're going to be missing Grogu from the Mandalorian. Unless they do like some massive time jump, which I don't see them doing. No. And um, here's the other part about that is um, you, you bring in Grogu back to the Mandalorian you can have him show up in Book of Boba Fett. Now you have him in two different series, right? Mm-hmm. And and people are like, oh, but he's a Jedi by right. Okay, if he's a Jedi by right, guess what Mando has? He has a Darksaber. Can you imagine little Yoda with a Darksaber in his hand? Oh. Little Grogu with a Darksaber? What if Mando joined Luke's school too, and they were just fucking like classmates or something? Oh my! God. <laughs> <laughs> that would because he doesn't know how to use a dark saber yet. Saber. You know, he needs yeah. that training from an actual Jedi. That would be insane. That would be wild. <laughs> I can see that. That would be wild. I can see that being like in an alternate universe where he enrolls in the school of of Luke. And people are saying like, oh, but we love Luke. We love Luke being back in the in the Star Wars lore and all that. Okay, well, we have the we have the Ahsoka Tano TV show coming out. I'm not sure exactly. I'm not sure exactly on the time frame that Ahsoka Tano TV show is gonna be taking place in. It but might you be could have Luke. You could have Luke crossover into that if you yeah, really want. I could see it being right, like starting off after her training and she's on she's done, you know. Mm-hmm. it's pretty so it's pretty i think creepy. that with uh with the star wars going forward um i saw the uh not the trailer but the little preview there's a little preview thing on disney plus for the obi-wan series is it really yeah you should watch it it's mm-hmm. insane Let's see. It's just basically Ewan McGregor talking about how he's excited to reprise the role of Obi-Wan and that they're they're hinting heavily that Darth Vader will be heavily involved in the Obi-Wan series because mm-hmm. Hayden Christensen is he's a part of the show he's too. Taking back, he's taking back his role as Darth Vader. Yeah. It's going to be... I'm waiting for that one too. It's going to be a good show. I'm waiting for that one. That one has me the most excited because yeah. I've been is saying that, that I want to see... Yeah. Because I've been saying that I want to see Darth Vader in his prime for a long time. And now now you have the potential of a Darth Vader in his prime fighting Obi-Wan <clears throat> in a lightsaber duel. That'd be sick. Yeah, it just says sometime this year. It doesn't really give us an exact day yet. Um, yeah. That, yeah, that one has me excited. I'm waiting for that one. Um, let me see here. So, I mean, with all this going on, do you think they release another Star Wars movie? I mean, I think they do. I think they do. Um, But they're, they're, they're done. They're done telling stories from the Skywalker saga. Yeah. They, they move on from that. They're, they're, I think they're going to, I think they're going to go about, Star Wars stories 
in movies with a whole new branch of characters. Okay. And it's going to be like a completely different Star Wars, but it's going to be Star Wars that we get. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I could also see them I could also see them going back in time and doing like an old Republic Star Wars movie. That'd be interesting. Let's see. What do you think about the new Batman movie coming out here pretty soon? I'm excited for that one. Yeah. Yeah. I I had I had my hesitancy for a long time because of Robert Pattinson as Batman. Ever since as a Twilight boy. I just I just saw him as Twilight Boy, dude. I just saw him as some stupid sparkling white boy vampire that has emotions like a like a like a progressive teenage boy, dude. Or you know, and now you're throwing him into this badass character arc of Batman. And, I just and it looks it. his but, suit looks. But watching amazing. more and more of the trip, but watching more and more of the trailer. Yeah. And seeing and and reading up on like certain reviews, seeing how violent it is, I'm excited. It, yeah, it's they're saying be... that this is probably going to be one of the most violent Batman movies ever made. Oh, what's exciting! It comes out March 4th, according to the Googles. The Googles. The Googles. Let me. Colin Farrell as the Penguin looks amazing. Have I haven't seen, seen what you're looking Oh, like look it up right now. I'm looking it up. Hold up. Give me a second. Oh, dude. You're about to get fucking mind blown. I mean, in the trailer, it looks... I mean, you got to watch the trailer. In the... in the, As I think he... Because he looks... I mean... Long Feral Penguin? Yeah. Okay. He looks completely different. Oh, yeah. It doesn't even look like Colin that Farrell, is, right? That doesn't even look like Colin Farrell, dude. No. That is insane what they can do with, with the makeup. Yeah. That doesn't even look like Colin Farrell. <clears throat> no, yeah. No. I mean... <laughs> this looks fucking crazy. I like I like the, I like the Riddler's Riddler's get up. Who's playing the Riddler in the movie? Oh, oh the Riddler looks insane. Let me look it up right now. I'm trying to look up the cast here. I like I like um the casting of Alfred. Who do they have playing Alfred? Um, Andy Serkis. Yes, I like that a lot. Dude, Andy Serkis is a hell of an actor. By far one of my favorite actors. The really looks crazy. You know, you know um, Some shit going on outside. 
Who is it? Hold up. I'm trying to find it right now. Okay, so Andy Circus. I mean, the dude came out in Lord of the Rings, came out in Planet of the Apes, he came out in the Avengers movies. I loved Andy Circus in uh, the Avengers movies. Who was he in the Avengers? I don't remember that? him. He was he, he was Ulysses Claw in the Oh Avengers. yeah. Okay. I remember now. Yeah. Yeah, that was a pretty he badass was character. Crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was he was crazy. Yeah, yeah, I remember now. Um, another one of his great movies, Flushed Away. <laughs> oh, Andy Circus? Yeah. <laughs> 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 flushed away. I didn't. I didn't even know he came. I didn't. I for, completely forgot that he came out in that movie. I didn't even know he was in that movie. Have you seen that movie? That movie is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a bad movie. I kind of like it. Um, Andy Serkis as Smeagol and Gollum is insane. Oh, oh shit! I forgot. And yeah. Um, what do you think about the new Doctor Strange movie coming out? Yeah, I'm excited. That one. That one. This is gonna be a good year for movies. <laughs> um, yeah, they're they're saying like if you got your mind blown with the new Spider-Man movie, you're gonna fucking explode with the new Doctor Strange movie. That's what they're Benedict saying. Cumberbatch, and I, I saw the trailer for it. it. Looked like it looked like he might have like a, in the multiverse like a like an evil side to him. Mm-hmm. The evil, the evil Cumberbatch. It looks like the evil Doctor Strange looks insane. They're hinting at Tom Cruise playing um, Doctor Strange from a different universe. No that, way! <laughs> and that's no bothering me way. because that's Tom bothering Cruise, me a whole lot. Tom Cruise gets on my nerves already. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot see that. <laughs> So I'm actually it. upset just like trying to picture it in my head. He looks like a fucking jackass. Oh, no, yeah. not as Doctor Strange, as Iron Man, my bad. <laughs> oh, okay, Iron that makes Man. sense. Iron Man. Man. But even then, that, that still, that, that frustrates me. Yeah, dude, I just don't like Tom Cruise. <laughs> you fucking just don't like Tom Cruise? No, nah, dude. No, nah, I feel like, no. Nah. Yeah, they, they're hinting at um. Yeah, Tom Cruise playing Iron Man from a different universe, and I mean, he, he, it doesn't look bad, but I mean, I feel like they could have cast it a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. Let's see here. Did you pull the picture? As what? Uh, Tom Cruise Iron Man. Let me see if I can clip and send it to you. It's just like a bird love Come on now, where is it at? Shut up. <laughs> this is ignorant. Did you, are you looking at it? Yes, I, this is ignorant. <laughs> Take that stupid goatee off your face, Tom Cruise. <laughs> that does not go with you. It it no. Um all right, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, I totally just got to my mic. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I, I feel like the more I look at it, the more I want to punch him. 
I just I can't I can't do it. I won't do it. I'll veto the movie. <laughs> it, I won't even I won't even go see it. I'll go watch it, but if he comes out, I'll cover my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a scene you're not allowed to watch. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it just I don't I know. Go, I want to go. I want to go see the new Scream movie. Yeah, me too. I've been wanting to watch it. I haven't seen the, the other screen. ones though. What? I watched the first one not too long ago. Um, but we'll see if I if I watch the other three or four. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it wasn't. It was. I don't know. It was all right. The first it's one. It's already out too. I know. It's kind of funny. So it's, it's a funny movie. What is Scream? Mm-hmm. I like all the tropes that they play in it. Yeah. The scary movie tropes. Yeah. Let me see what I have written down here. Um, I don't know. I've been kind of taking a break from Call of Duty. <laughs> so what, did you see the new update that they came out with? The, the You can now loadouts. get your loadout? Yeah. I think that should have never been done in the first place. No, definitely not. I feel like it had when they did that, it they messes, had everybody playing Rebirth, so it kind of just took everything away from the new it, map. Yeah, like it, it pushed it pushed a lot of people out. It really turned a lot of people off, and and people started playing Rebirth. I I for one, and one of them that never was a big big fan of Rebirth. Just because I was stuck with the stigma of playing the big map. I want to play the big map. Mm-hmm. You know, but lately I've been doing nothing but rebirth because the simple fact that I can get my loadout whenever I want. Quick. Yeah, and it's cheaper. So you get even quicker. It's cheaper. You can get your loadout. The pacing of the game is a lot funner. Um, and it's it's frustrating when you have to play a certain way on the big map because you can't get your loadout you have to you almost have to you know pick a gun you have to p- find a gun pick a gun and hope it's and a good go ground building and just and just, yeah. and just stay in the building until the second zone closes mm-hmm. it messes as as sam says all the time it messes with the flow of the game yeah i mean it because i mean you're because they did all of a especially, sudden, especially especially for especially for people that like to stream, especially for people that like to stream like and and try to get PR games, you know, mm-hmm. um, to get to get their own PR games and beat their kill counts from from previous previous games and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I feel it, like it, I feel like without a solid ground loot gun, you can't do that. That's where I was going with that. Yeah, I mean, it's not not doable you know with ground loot but you have to make sure i mean if you're doing that and um you have to be sure that you're picking a good gun and sometimes i mean you're depending on how late you drop how early you drop where you drop i mean that all factors into how early shit kicks off because some spots i mean you can drop and it's fucking calm other places you drop and it's just fucking wieners are flying everywhere fucking you're getting shot everywhere and it just ruins the whole thing and you're trying to fucking find a gun you're running around with the pistol people are already having 
LMGs and ARs, and it's just like I want to, I want to win. I feel like I feel like it messes with the, the the pacing of the game, and then the other part too is um, the cold the Cold War, not the Cold War, the Vanguard guns. There's a select few that you want to get. Yeah, and it, it feels like those select few are scarce as far as ground loot. And then when the loadouts do finally come, people are using modern warfare guns again. Yeah, I mean, I think... And and people are still and, using uh, Cold War guns. Yeah, so really from, what purpose like, do the Vanguard personally, guns play? Personally, I've been using... I've been using Vanguard SMGs. Because I feel like they're... Yes, they're Vanguard the SMGs are the way to go. I've been smacking. Um, primary... <laughs> AR or LMG. Still. I've been the Farah from Cold War's back. I feel like I've been it's just beans, dude. Honestly. I've been um, liking the kilo a lot. I've been liking the kilo a lot. Yeah, I think the top three from Modern Warfare 2019 would be Kilo, M13, and M4. Would be the those yeah. three guns to be using right now, I think. I mean M13 it, I've I've come it, I've come the, across a few AMAXs here and there, but that's that's mm-hmm. rare. The M13, I mean, it, the fire rate's quick. You got to hit your shots, obviously, and you fucking kill them quickly. Uh, if you miss shots, you're just going to bolt through the ammo. Just if you're not good at the game, don't use the M13. Yeah. And then um, I feel like with the Cold War guns, like you said, the Farah, mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of people use the Krig. The Krig, too. I have a Krig set up, too, just in case. The Krig's been the Krig's been nice. Um, I even see I even see a couple people. Um, I come across a couple people even that use uh, the uh, crap. What's that gun? From it's uh, not the Farah. It's not the Farah. It's the uh, the FFAR. It's an yeah the FFAR. Yep. The one that everyone had paired I've up seen, with the three burst. Yep. Yeah. I've mm-hmm. seen people use the FFAR from time to time. I haven't used it since they nerfed it, so I mean it'd be interesting to see what it's like right now. <clears throat> um, and I, I've low keep wanting to use the M16. The M16? I, I think I'm gonna try it out when we, if we hop on later on today. Well, I think we will, but yeah, if we hop on later on today, I I definitely be down to give M16 and the um, the AUG um, the AUG a run for its money to see if it's back. Yeah, or see how it is. So I feel like. The M16 in its prime was disgusting. Because so, I mean, that's what I was using. Yeah, and and it's perfect to pair up with the big mat. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, you can control your shots a little better. Conserve your ammo. Mm-hmm. Um, still, still strip off armor from people and drop people pretty quick. Um, I mean, as yeah. far as back then, I don't know about now, but yeah. No, yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying, if it is back though. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'd be, you know, I'm definitely, you know, when we hop on later today, if we do, I'm definitely going to give that a, a run for its money. Oh, definitely. Um, and then the, uh, I don't know how to feel about the brand right now. Um, I don't know. I haven't really used it much in game. I want to use it. I feel like, player. I feel like I still run across a lot of people on rebirth they're using the bren 
even now after the, but the brand yeah but even but you can't compare rebirth to to the big map no you can't compare you can't compare rebirth to to caldera because no, definitely not. i just feel like there's different elements that go into caldera than there is rebirth it's hard to put your finger on it but yeah there's something different about it that and it's not even the pace of play it's just something else it's just it feels like I, like personally like, i think to I'm me better it feels like rebirth. certain guns <laughs> yeah to me it feels like certain guns hit better on rebirth than than on caldera it might be because it's a shorter map like it's a smaller map so you can use really anything and it could still hit you know you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. um yeah. like i feel like you could use what's the new like burst? the stats on the gun don't change because you're in rebirth versus caldera yeah no I don't know. It's, it's something different about it. It's just, it's hard to pinpoint, you know? Mm-hmm. I would, and then I would definitely be willing to try, like, if there was a SMG that you could get away from on Vanguard and go to either Cold War or Modern Warfare, what, what, what SMG would you, would you go to? Go to now that you would, now that you would like to try and see, and see if it'd be doable. Oh, okay. Like a previous one. Um, for me, it's easy. I think the LC10. I like that one when it first came out. The LC10. LC10 was kind of smart. For me, it's game. easy. For me, it's either the Mac10 or the MP5 from Modern Warfare. That the Black Ops one. See, I was never a fan of the Black Ops one. I kind of like the Black Ops one more than the M- than the Modern Warfare one. Really? Yeah. I, feel like... I just feel like it's easier to control the Modern Warfare one. Okay. Okay. I don't know. The, the LC-10, I liked it because, I mean, you can hit at short range. It, you could hit at long range. It was one of those things you could just use anywhere, really, and the hit fire wasn't bad. LC-10 is nice. I, I do like the LC-10. I mean, the fire rate was a little slow compared to, like, the Mac 10 and MP5, but, I mean, mm-hmm. you can still get away with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I don't know. The gun I wish that they would have expanded more on and given it a little bit more life run on its money was the CRX. That one's good. The I like the CRX. Yeah, I mean, it's fun to use. It shoots quick. The only thing I don't like about it would be the ADS. I'm not a big fan of its iron of its iron sights. At the ADS, the fucking the reload time. I feel like you have to run yeah. sleight of hand because if you don't, you it's just gonna be shitty. But if you're running sleight of hand, you're also missing on those other attachments. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> I think I don't even know how I have my how it's set it up right now, but definitely you have to have sleight of hand because if you're on the so, sixty run, so drone, for for us the. The method of attack with Caldera was always, since we couldn't get our damn loadout quick, was always just pick up a bounty right away or even pick up um, supply. a supply run. Mm-hmm. Supply run and get yourself reses right away. Yeah. Uh, do you still feel like, do you still feel like the supply run is doable or would you like to go back to scavengers more? I think now that with the new update with having the loadout being purchasable within the first as soon as you get your money i think scavenger is the way to go now going back to the way we used to play 
But now I'm, saying that, it's going to be even harder to get a scab because people are going to be dropping on scabs. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I think, I think now would be more of an opportunity to go for supply runs and mm-hmm. so not, I think, not so much bounties because people are going to get their loadouts quicker. Yeah. So I think would be, bounties would, would be, be off. cool. It would be good for us. I mean, since we play trios, quads, um, off the rip before we even jump, Mark, two's two supplies and then two supplies two scabs yeah one skyrockets or fucking just dives for the supply picks it up the other three are still floating one of the three that's floating goes to the supply the other two that are still in the air go to the second supply and then the last guy the fourth goes to complete that one so we automatically have two free buybacks I like that. I like that a lot. I do. I like that one a lot. We should try that tonight. We should. I just came so up with that right supplier, now. <laughs> two, <laughs> so mark, so mark, mark two supply runs. <laughs> Let me get my pen right this down because I forgot. One. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have two supply that. runs. So, yeah, two supplies marked off the rip, you know, just before you even jump. So, there's going to be four of us floating. One guy goes to the first supply. Second guy, oh, to pick up the first supply, right? So pick up and the second so one guy, guy drop. Yeah, one guy immediately just fucking just dive bombs towards the first supply to pick it up. <clears throat> second guy one. goes to complete it, and then the third guy goes to pick up the second supply, right? And then the last guy, mm-hmm. the fourth guy completes the second one. And then I have two buybacks. Yeah. Or we can even get one buyback at least. And then the first one we get fucking selfies. I mean, because I don't think you get as much money doing supply runs as you do scavengers, but that's that's the only thing that's the only thing really why we do supplies is for the money. Because I mean, you get a lot off the rip. Yeah. Um, I like that. Another thing coming up this year with Call of Duty is the new one. That one's going to be looking pretty cool. And how that affects. Damn, they're already coming out with a new one? They're doing it once a year. Uh, I don't even remember what it's called. Let me see. It's it's a uh, Modern Warfare two. Yes, let's go. But let's I think go. I don't think it's an actual. Are they going to build off that storyline that they ended? Yeah, with Modern Warfare one. Yeah, from twenty nineteen because they they had they had those tanks rolling in through the city, mm-hmm. and then they had. Uh, He was in the first Modern Warfare with uh, with Mr. Z. I'm trying to figure out what his name is. Yaz? Or um, I'm trying to figure out his name right now. Hmm. Hold up. While you're looking that up, I'm going to pause and um, be right back. Okay. Yeah.
Nice. That do help with the groceries. <laughs> it was um, Khalir Al Assad. Oh, okay. No, Khalid. Khalid Al Assad. Mm-hmm. He's the guy with the sunglasses. Yeah. Through at the end of Modern Warfare. And that'll be a dope storyline to, to kind of piggyback on. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's what it says here. I mean, it says it's going to be a sequel to that one. So hopefully Sweet. we'll see what new guns we get or what old guns come back. And should be pretty interesting. Yes, sir. All right. So here's the deal. I'm going to go get my TV mounted. You're going to clip this and see how it ended up. And we'll call this episode one. All right. I agree. I'm getting hungry. (laughs) All right, big dog. As Darth Vader would say. As Darth Vader would say. Kill on. Kill all the younglings. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, I call that a successful episode one. You don't know the power of the dark side. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for watching. Bane answering, I can see Bane answering back. Ah, you think darkness is your ally? <laughs> you merely adopted the dark. I was born in it, molded <laughs> by it. Well, thank you for watching. Stay tuned for the next episode. Yes, sir. Um, Always keep in mind. Hopefully, hopefully we can sneak Low and Sam onto here, and then uh, hopefully we can have some guests some next episode. Guests next episode, I agree. Definitely, and, definitely. Uh, we'll, we'll we will for sure, as you know, the is called uh, Mild and Wild with Joe and Robert. So we will always be on this. Definitely, but we look to answer anything that you guys out there have. If you guys ever want us to talk about something then let us know and we'll definitely dive into it Mm -hmm. this will be available on i think pretty much every platform out there so i'll try to get that up hopefully we'll get episode up by which hopefully if you're listening to it would be today the seventh So, yeah. That's all up to you, big dog. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Sometime this week for sure. Yeah, that's that's that that's on you. That that part of it is all on you. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully the seventh, which is tomorrow cool. for us, but hopefully for you guys today. <laughs> Alrighty, well, um, stay 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 mild and wild. <laughs> stay mild and wild. I like it. <laughs>